Welcome back to Gator Talk. My name is Sophia Osborne and I'm a writer on the staff. I'll be your host on this episode of Gator Talk. Today we'll be continuing our series surrounding labor discussions happening around the San Francisco State University campus. In this episode, we'll be talking with CSUEU SF State Chapter President Sandy Noda and CSUEU Executive Director Jim Filiu. We discussed the recent tentative agreement between the CSUEU and management and their career in labor. All this and more coming up next on Gator Talk. Let's get started. All right, Jim, Sandy, how are you guys today? Great, nice to see you. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's get right into it. Okay, so on October 3rd, you formed a union with the student assistants. How did that process come about and how's it going now? The part-time student assistants that work at all the 23 campuses, they petitioned with the Public Employee Relations Board to form a union. And on October 3rd, the PERB validated the signatures to trigger an election. So we're having an election in January. Gotcha, gotcha. And are you guys having the candidates run for office now? Is there like um, petition, not petitioning, but campaigning that's happening right now? Yes, we're doing a survey among the student assistants to find out what the issues are. The election will be to set up set up CSUEU as the bargaining agent, the exclusive bargaining agent for part-time student assistants. So once that election is certified, then we'll negotiate a contract for them alongside our existing members in Unit 2, 5, 7, and 9. Gotcha. So they'll essentially just become a part of the union then. Yes. In that case, how did your bargaining go? Because I know you guys did reach the tentative agreement. So how did that process about come about? The bargaining team, which is made up of the chair and the vice chair of the each of the bargaining units, um, have been bargaining since February. And in October, we came to our tentative agreement. It's great. You know, employees will see a 5% uh, GSI uh, retroactive to July 1, once we ratify our, our tentative agreement, and they'll have seen 17% in th- three years, right? They'll get, they'll get 5% this year, 5% next year on July 1, and they got already got a 7% from last year. So for employees, that's a 17% uh, increase in their salary. But the other issue is, is that we finally got our steps back, right? After, I don't know, 30 years or so, of not having steps, uh, we're back to having steps, which is a huge win for our our union. Yeah, and what are steps specifically? Jim, do you wanna ex? Uh, right now, the employees have what's called an open range pay system, where they give us a high and a low, and the manager can move the employee along the range system. A step system is like a scale where the person advances automatically. So in year three of the contract, they'll be placed on the scale for the first time. And then in future years, they'll be moving one step at a time. Gotcha. So I'm I'm curious, do you guys work with the CFA here on campus at all in sort of like the bargaining? I mean, you guys are both unions. So, I mean, I'm sure you've had discussions about the different things that have been happening on campus. So w- do they want a step system kind of like you've achieved? As, do you know? They have a different pay system already. So we, we're both affiliated to SEIU. So we work together with them. But their demands are slightly different because we're trying to reform our pay system and get wage increases. They're more focused on growing the wages right now and have some other issues they're working on. So we, again, we work parallel with them. So how has the student engagement been since you guys have reached the tentative agreement? How does the campus feel essentially? I think for our members, it, it like I said, it's a win for our members. People are very happy with the tentative agreement. I mean, I think, you know, um, there was a talk of us possibly going out on strike and for us to reach this agreement 
uh, with very little takeaway is a win for our members. And we're, you know, telling people to vote yes. And I think that the, we'll see a huge yes vote for this, uh, t for this TA. Gotcha. And so what would have made you guys go on strike had you not reached this tentative agreement? I think there was really two things. One was we wanted to grow our wages because we're below the comparable institutions, community colleges and UC. And then number two, we wanted to transform the system to get back onto a wage scale. So once the CSU offered to put a wage scale in place, then they also offered to fix many of the employees who are misclassified so they can be properly placed on the scale. So they both grew the wages and they agreed to change the structure to give people sort of more hope for the future that their wages are going to grow in a fair and predictable way. So if they didn't do the structural change or they didn't grow the wages, then we would have had to escalate to another level. We did hear that, Sandy, your chapter president, is not seeking re-election. So do you know why that is? Why is it sort of right now? Maybe? Um, three years ago, I decided to rerun for election. I, at that time, you know, it, I didn't think it was fair for the chapter to have to go through layoffs, right? We had 120 people laid off before that, the pandemic. Um, and then the repopulation to the campus. I didn't think it was fair to just, you know, throw somebody else in who had no experience. I'm just taking a step back for um, a period of time. I, you know, I'm still going to help my chapter out, um, but there were some personal uh, family issues that I have to deal with. Um, you know, it's a step back, but it's also, you know, I'm. We need more people to step up and take a leadership role, and I'm just going to take a step back and. I'm still, like I said, I tell people I'm still going to be that bulldog when it comes to if managers decide that they're going to treat my employees badly, um, I'm still going to be that bulldog for them. So since this new labor agreement has worked and it's going to affect all of the members of the employees union, what is that going to look like for you guys on campus these days? I mean, is there going to be like any more just like saying, oh, we're here, we want to see more support from us? Or are you guys just like ready to get back into the workflow and just kind of, you know, I guess, work? Our people always work. <laughs> so there'll be membership meetings across every campus in the state from now till November 20th. And then on November 20th, ballots will go out electronically to all the members. And they'll vote to either accept or reject the tentative agreement because the members make the final decision. If the members accept the agreement, then we notify the chancellor's office. And the wages get prepared for both the retroactive pay and the new pay system. And then in January, we have an election for the new bargaining unit, student student assistant unit. So that's kind of our, our rhythm is to have membership meetings, have the electronic vote, notify CSU, and then January we shift to focusing on the election for the new group, and then we negotiate a contract for them. What else besides pay is involved in this tentative agreement? I mean, pay is a really big one, but it, like working conditions, time off. Uh, maternity leave, things like that. With this agreement, it was really about the, a salary reopener. It wasn't about our full contract uh, reopening. So um, I don't know that there were any other uh, issues that were part of this agreement. Uh, we will go back into contract. I guess our full contract re reopener will be in 2026 because that's when this contract will end. Gotcha. And all of the employees are on a three-year contract? It was actually a two-year contract. Last year, we got 7%, like Sandy said. And then this year, we negotiated 5%. And then they asked us for a two-year extension to give them time to prepare the new step system. So it's a two-year contract with a two-year extension. So it ends up four years of wage increases, but it was two-year contract and then two-year extension. 
Gotcha. So after this contract is up, are you guys going to reopen any questions for the um, management to answer, like extending these these things that you've won in the tentative agreement and just sort of extending the overall like care of your employees and like the, I guess, the contract length? I think in 2026 or 20, late 2025, we'll, we'll talk to our employees to see what they want changed in our contract or anything else that they want added to our contract. It's really up to the bargaining team to bargain those requests or, you know, they'll, I guess, analyze those requests and d determine what's what's important to their each bargaining uh, unit. We start the process off with a survey of all the members, then the bargaining team analyzes the survey to see what the issues are. And so usually it's mostly pay, but there'll be other issues that will come up, you know, in 2025 and we'll take a look at them then. But it's really pay and we have a fairly good health plan, fairly good retirement. So the big problem is that we have a lot of turnover because employees are looking for other other positions that pay more. So we have about 13% turnover per year. So new employees have to be recruited, you know, trained, develop the knowledge base. And people like Sandy who know the campus operations when they leave, there's a big gap in terms of being able to serve the students. So we're trying to create a more stable workforce. Yeah. So what do you look for in these new employees that go to hire, I guess, within the union as well as just on campus since there is such a high turnover rate there's a demand for them right well we're looking actually at why they're they're leaving we know where they go because we did surveys that many of them go to community colleges because the pay is better and the work is very similar so whatever they've learned here they can easily apply it at city college or San, the college of san mateo so we look at why they're going there and then what are the problems with csu's funding that doesn't permit them to continue to increase wages you know, to keep up with the cost of living in the high cost areas like San Francisco, San Diego, San Jose. What was some of the big takeaways that you learned from this process and like the fact finding, the bargaining, the tentative agreement, just like kind of take me through the process of it all. I think that uh, there's a little bit of confusion. So we go through bargaining. When you talk about fact finding, that's when um, CFA has already declared impasse with the, the CSU and they go through a fact finding process. We haven't had to do that for as long as I can remember because we've always been able to bargain in good faith and, and come to an agreement that we can all live with. There were some lean years and when there was the depression, but uh, we're back on schedule. And for me, I think um, as an employee, this is a great place to work, SF State. And it's, you know, one thing that people don't realize is we pay very little for our benefits and we've been able to keep our benefits at a low cost, whereas other employers may have better wages, but they, the employees end up paying for their health care and their, you know, their dental and, and everything else at a higher rate than we, than what we pay. As a single person, very little places can pay zero dollars for their health care. Yeah, bargaining with, with the CSU is with the chancellor's office. They represent all the campuses. And so We've been able to negotiate with them and reach agreements. And this year, we were trying to get agreements for our salary opener, but also get them to acknowledge and permit the student assistant election without any delays. And so they've agreed to both things. So our two main objectives were to get the salary opener with the growing the wages and transfer it to a step system, and then schedule an election for the part-time student assistants. They could begin to bargain their own contract. So what made you guys first want to get involved in the union work that you're doing? For me, I've been chapter president for 10 years. and I've been at this campus for 26 years. I remember my unit two rep when I first started, 
said, here, you need to sign this union card. There was a time when the chapter didn't have any leadership. And so I stepped in to be that, to do the leadership role uh, for, for CSUU. And um, it's been really a family for me. Um, I have many friends now from across the state um, and uh, I considered it my second family. I actually got involved when I was a college student because I was working in the restaurant industry as a waiter and the hotel and restaurant employees union hired me and put me in a training program. And then from that, I developed this as a career and went to law school at Berkeley and then continued working for the union as a representative and organizing director. And then CSUEU hired me as their executive director in 2020 to begin to help them you know, accelerate what they're doing. It sounds like you guys have been involved in union work for quite a long time. So I'm just, I'm curious, what's your, one of your favorite memories from working with the union here? Do you remember when uh, there was a big deal about unions and Wisconsin? There was, a, it's, a, it's a few years back now. Um, I remember my biggest memory and the day that I be, truly became an activist was when we went to the Capitol, uh, Pat, Pat Gann at the time was the, the CSU statewide president, and he gave an amazing speech um, at the Capitol. I guess that was my turning point for me uh, to be an activist. Yeah. Uh, at CSUU, we had really our best year this year where we were negotiating and we had so much support from each of the chapters that whenever we had bargaining, we'd have like 300 people, you know, coming in there to have rallies outside the bargaining. And so just seeing that all across the state, there was a common agenda and everybody's working together. So my goal is to get everyone in the union to work together. So we've been able to accomplish that this year and we've got some good, good things done in our contract. Anything else you guys want to say? I just want to thank you for having us here today. You know, it's a it's always great to be able to talk about CSUU and feel free to reach out to us if you have any other questions. Yeah, we appreciate you having us. And Sandy said, any questions, let her know. We can, we can follow up with you. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you for listening to Gator Talk. We hope you've enjoyed our interview. We'll be back with more open discussion about the unions around campus. Follow us on social media at GGX News and keep up with all of our stories, goldengateexpress.com.